Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hi there, and welcome to Game Changers, a personal branding and business podcast about extraordinary people who are changing the world. I'm your host, Erin May Henry, and my mission is to help entrepreneurs become known online so that they can share their message with more people and build the empire that changes their lives. On this podcast, I interview up-and-coming thought leaders so that together we can teach you the tools and strategies you need to take the next step on your own personal branding journey. Covering everything from money to mindset, social media to speaking, and confidence to content, Every episode will leave you empowered and full of ideas on how you can shape your industry rather than just be a part of it. Now, let's get into today's Game Changer chat. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Game Changers. I hope you're having an absolutely amazing day so far, and I hope you had a wonderful Christmas. I hope you took some time to just chill out with the family and be really, really grateful for all of the amazing gifts this world and our life has to offer us. I spent my whole time eating and drinking, laughing, and just enjoying my time over here in the UK. I must admit, it did feel very strange to have a cold Christmas. So for those of you who are in, uh, you know, the States or the UK or Europe, over down in Australia, we have hot Christmases. It's usually about 35 degrees. So it being cold was a very new concept to me, but nevertheless, it was an absolutely amazing day. But anyway, I am going to stop rambling. I just wanted to wish you a beautiful Christmas and I hope you are gearing up for an incredible new year. But today's episode is actually the first time we have a repeat guest on the podcast. So today I'm actually chatting to Samantha Hearn, who is the founder and CEO of A Happy Mind. She's an anxiety and mindset coach, as well as a business coach, and really helps entrepreneurs and women to just up-level their lives and work through their anxieties. Now, I spoke to Sam months and months and months ago. She was the second guest we ever had here on the podcast, and you guys seem to love the episode. Now, if you haven't listened to that episode, I am going to link it down below because it's definitely one worth listening to. But because so many of you had questions, because Sam's journey is so incredibly inspiring, she's been able to build a very successful business alongside having a very hectic job. So many of you had questions. So what I actually wanted to do while I was here in the UK hanging out with Sam, I wanted to bring her back onto the podcast and I reached out to all of you guys on Instagram and I just asked for you to send me through all of your side hustle questions. So everything that you wanted to know that was going to help you to uplevel your side hustle in 2019. So that is what we did. Last week, we spoke to Ruby about side hustles. This week's all about side hustles as well. So you literally have everything you need to make your side Side hustle successful in the new year. But anyway, I'm going to stop rambling. I'm going to jump straight into today's episode. I hope you enjoy it and I really appreciate you listening.
Hi everyone and welcome back to Game Changers. So I am very excited because today we actually have our first returning guest and honestly the person that I'm speaking to, to today was one of our highest listened to episodes ever. So many people messaged me after this episode saying they got so much value from the content and so inspired by her story so I am incredibly excited to be not only recording the podcast with this person today, but actually sitting next to them. So welcome, Sam from A Happy Mind. Oh, hey. So if you've been following the podcast for a while, you will know that Sam and I actually recorded an episode probably about six months ago. And as I said, so many people messaged me saying how valuable the podcast episode was, particularly because of Sam's story and because of how much she's been able to accomplish, not only in such a short amount of time, but with so much on her plate. So I'm going to get Sam to introduce herself again, but then also to maybe give us a little bit of an update about some of the other things that have happened since we last spoke. Hello everyone and thank you for having me back. So as Erin has already said, my name is Sam of A Happy Mind. I'm an anxiety and business coach for female entrepreneurs who already have a business or are trying to start a business but anxiety is something that holds us back or prevents you from achieving your very best and fulfilling your potential. Since I last spoke, it's hard to remember what's happened, but I had a full-time job as a teacher. I was working six till six, then I was coming home. I was working every single weekend. I probably worked every weekend for about at least a year. I was on Instagram, Facebook groups. I was constantly hustling, putting in so many hours. And now I don't work weekends. I only work two evenings and I don't work any Saturdays and Sundays. I'm not really in any other Facebook groups apart from other entrepreneurs that I really support, like Erin, and I don't really hustle, I wouldn't say anymore. I'm much more confident in my business and where I'm at, and people a lot of the time now come to me, recommendations, I'm fully booked. I've just launched a membership. I've launched a YouTube channel. You wrote a book. I've written a book. A best-selling a book. A best-selling <laughs> book. Um, so yeah, things are completely different now, but of course, the last time you spoke to me and you heard from me, it was a completely different story. There was a lot of hours, a lot of hard work, and I think that's important for you to recognize that actually the hard work does and can pay off. You just have to do it in the right way, so yeah. And I think that's such an important thing because like it does take sacrifice. There's mm. no doubt about the fact, you know, we spoke to Ruby on the podcast a couple of weeks ago as well. And, you know, now you're hearing Sam's story. When it comes to having a side hustle, if you want to build a business alongside having a full-time job, it is going to take sacrifice. But the reason why I especially wanted Sam to share this story is because I want to reiterate the fact that it's not forever. Mm. If you're experiencing a little bit of overwhelm or having to sacrifice and say no to maybe some social situations and you are in the mindset of I couldn't do this forever I want you to just really understand that it's not forever mm -hmm. you do this so that you can leave your full-time job yeah. or so that you can you know have more time for yourself so I am so 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 inspired by Sam's story and I just yeah if anyone is out there at the moment thinking I can't do it just know that you can. You absolutely can. You just have you have to get through the hard times. And Erin is right. Of course, there were times that I would sit and cry and I just felt so tired. I've, I've never felt so exhausted at some points. However, 
it was always worth it. And it's the same if you wanted to climb Everest and have this amazing achievement, which hardly anyone does, you are not going to fly up there in a jet ski. You are going to have to hike. <laughs> <Jet Like>. ski. <laughs> <laughs> but you are going to have to hike. And you're going to have to work so hard. You can't get a machine to do it for you. Yeah. And at the end, when you are at the top of Mount Everest and you can say, do you know what? I've climbed up here all on my own. Yeah. I haven't had help. As in from a machine, you've done it on your own and you've gone through the pain. You can then be so proud of where you are. So Erin is so right. You can do it, but you have to understand that the more hard work you put in and the more sacrifice and time that you invest, the more you will feel so proud of yourself when you can look back at how far you've come. And that's another thing that I think is really important to note here because I find so many people, and I think it's just natural human behavior to kind of want that magic pill Uh or to kind of want that shortcut. And I know even myself, like many of you know that I never kind of did the side hustle thing. I mean, I did because I built a business while I was still at uni and I had a job, but in terms of the business I have now, Mm. I went into that full time. So yes, to a degree, I've definitely done the side hustle working 80 hours a week, but not with the business I have now. But Anyway, what I'm trying to say is it is so easy sometimes to just say, oh, I just wish that, you know, someone would, you know, shout me out or I could just like do something like get (laughs) get those quantum shifts in your business. But I used to always think even with my YouTube channel, I remember when I was growing and I was sitting maybe at like 10,000 or something like that. And I always was like, oh, I wish someone with like a million subscribers would just shout me out. You know what I mean? Or like do something like that. Not even like doing a collab. Like I just wanted to shout out. You know, I used to always think that. (laughs) But then I think back now and it's like, if that had happened, you know, you would be so, so ungrateful for how far... Well, for where you were because you didn't put in those hours. You know, looking back now, I can think, wow, I did all of that by myself, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you would have just wanted another shout out. Exactly. If you got one and then you got 20,000, you'd think, yeah. no, I just want another one. Yeah, so it's, exactly. it's very hard once you take the easy pill to not want to keep taking it. Exactly, exactly. And I find that the same in business. Like mm-hmm. I do get so many people who message me saying, you know, what's the, what's the fastest way that I can become successful or what's the fastest way I can start making money online? And people get the umph when you say, well, no, it is all about consistently showing up, you know, putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. very much like what Sam did in the beginning, going into people's groups, going to events, putting herself out there, building her own group, showing up ridiculously, like consistently. Yeah. I can't even deal with like the <laughs> consistency of this girl. But, you know, and that's honestly what it takes. But I hope that you can hear how proud Sam is now of how far she's come. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's a completely different ball game. And no, yeah, definitely. And I think as well, no one could take that away from me and say, oh yeah, you know, it's all right for you because you had a job and, you know, you had Luke and all of these things. I did it all myself yeah. and I was willing to, I've lost friends. Like people don't speak to me anymore, yeah. but I'm now happy because that was all worth it because I lost those friends who clearly weren't my friends in the first place so that I could travel when I want, have, you know, work in a job that makes me really happy and go and take my work wherever I want to go and empower people that I've are in completely different countries, okay. just completely different to what I was doing. So I do think, yeah, the, the harder you work and the more you put in yourself, the more it will pay off in the long run. Yeah, and the more fulfilling it will be. Yeah. So I actually did a story this morning on Instagram. What's today? Today's Tuesday, the 18th of December. So I did a story this morning on Instagram, basically explaining to everyone that I was going to be going live with Sam again um, on 
recording a podcast going live we do we create so much content <laughs> it's like constantly like on youtube i'm like record a podcast on live on like facebook oh my god it's confusing anyway side 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 note side note side notice <laughs> um so anyway <laughs> so <clears throat> this morning i went on to my stories and i asked people to ask me questions for Sam. So these are particularly questions for those who are going into 2019 are wanting to start a side hustle. As we've established, Sam was able to build a very successful business. But for those of you who maybe didn't listen to the first episode, not just having a nine to five, Sam has a job that is very demanding. Mm. Can you maybe talk about that a little bit? Because some people might just think you're like on the tram, you know, yeah, the train, okay. whatever. Um, yeah, so I would work 6.30am till between 5.30 and 6.30pm every night. I was in charge of 217-year-olds going, teaching. going to university, what they want to do for their A-levels, their qualifications. I had a full-time table. I had to work after evenings because I taught sport, so I had to do extracurricular. Um, and obviously, because I was a middle leader, I had meetings, parent meetings, meetings with staff. So yeah, it was. Oh, I had to go on trips. So sometimes I would be away for the weekends as well on trips with schools. Sometimes for weeks if we did like residentials. Yeah, I did a lot. So much more than a nine to five. Much more, <laughs> much more. If if you are a teacher listening to this, you know that it is absolutely not a nine to five. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, in saying that, you know, I asked everyone what would they want to ask Sam for those who are starting their side hustle or wanting to build their business, whether or not it's necessarily with a job, but I know so many of you might have children mm -hmm. or other uh, things that you need to commit to. So these are just going to be questions really based around with all of those things that are demanding your attention, how do you still build a successful business, a successful personal brand? Because I think in the back of our mind, we almost want to believe that it's not possible because yeah. then that's our excuse we can hold on to. And For sure. my intention with this podcast today, um, Sam just pointed at the time, it's 1414. Mine's not 24-hour time, so it says 214. <laughs> it's good enough. Um, but we're a little obsessed with angel numbers over here. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're going to go... My intention with this episode today was just to eradicate anyone's excuse that doing this is not possible mm -hmm. because it 100% is anyone can build a business no matter what situation you're in. Yes, for some people, it might take longer. Mm -hmm. If you're not doing it full time, it might take a lot more sacrifice. But if it's ultimately what you want at the end of the day, if you want to have a successful business, freedom lifestyle, uncapped earning potential, make a huge impact on the world, if that is what you want, you 100% can do it. And that's what I want to prove today. All right, so here are some of the questions. I'm going to try read out the usernames as well. If I butcher it, I am sorry. I love you. Please don't hate me. Blame my Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is from Tava Jana O2. <laughs> um, how do you stop feeling overwhelmed? Okay, you might have a plan. Simple as that. Have a plan, write a list. And just start from the beginning. I won't overcomplicate that one. You need to have a plan. You need to make a list for your plan and you need to start at the beginning. So if you have 10 things to do, write all th 10 things down and start with number one. Yeah, I love that. I love that you can make that so simple. So then actually, so then if someone was to say, I've tried the list thing, I keep looking at my list and I feel still feel like there's too much to do. My f Okay, my initial response is, which I'm sorry to say, you don't want it enough. Because yeah. if you're going to look at a list that you know you have to do and you still aren't doing it because there's too much on it, 
I hate to say, the list is never going to get shorter because you're never doing anything and you will continually feel overwhelmed. If you, even if you start with the most basic task or the easiest thing on your to-do list, you just have to start and you have to be really disciplined with yourself to make those lists happen. Yeah, I love that. And I, I truly do agree with that because I think action is the only thing that eradicates overwhelm. For because sure. you're always going to fear what you haven't done or what you're yet to do. You know, it's the same thing with fearing anything, really, if you have a fear of, you know, like Will Smith always talks about skydiving. Mm -hmm. The feeling of, I don't know how this is going to feel, is always going to perpetuate itself. Whereas if you just start taking action, like, for example, if it's, I feel overwhelmed, I want to start a YouTube channel. Okay, you make your list. All right, I need to create the channel, film Mm -hmm. my first video. Mm -hmm. Once you start taking action on all of that, that list then you get halfway through and you realize shit I've already done all this stuff like exactly now I'm so motivated to do more but you're never gonna have that feeling of wow I'm actually capable unless you start Mm -hmm. okay that's awesome all right so here's a good one which I think you'll have a really good perspective being a side hustler and a teacher but time management I really want to get ahead with my business while I'm still in school Good one. Okay, so you have to use your free time, in quotations, to maximise the time you have on your business. So the time that I would then see my friends or go for dinners or spend time with Luke or just watch TV, I would now spend on my business, creating content, doing lives, anything really. So you have to now stop seeing your free time as free time and start seeing it as business time because the only way you're going to reduce the time spent on what you don't want to do long term and increase the time spent on the things you do want to do long term is to start using the free surplus time as business time so i would say if you have a side hustle or you're working or studying or you have kids or whatever you do your free time now can't be your free time so if you get home at 10 p.m and you still need to cook your dinners have a bath etc and you normally go to bed at midnight i hate to say it but you're going to have to use some of that time before you unwind to get some stuff done. Not all the time, but you you will have to do that. You're going to have to start sacrificing some of your free time and make that business time. And I think that's a really good, like, full circle from the point made before is a lot of people might be thinking in their mind, well, I don't want to give up that free time, but it's exactly the same as what Sam said before then. Unfortunately, you don't want it enough. Uh If watching TV is more important to you and you're convincing yourself, well, I just need to rest, if that's more important to you than your business, then you will never get anywhere yeah and I say this I say this with the the fullest compassion because I've done it and I know the success it can create but I know how hard it is so I yeah there were times I'd go to bed at 12 and I was up at 5 and that's just how it was I'd have to cancel seeing my friends like I said I lost friends I went from sitting at the dinner table with Luke every night to only doing it on a Wednesday night because unfortunately in business it doesn't all get handed to you on a plate and you can't just think that watching my tv program which don't get me wrong i still watch tv but i record everything and then i watch it when i have time but my time now is to create success and abundance in my life not to watch a tv program about someone else that's successful so you have to start you do have to shift your mindset away from how you view time and how you're managing your time anytime so i wrote my book whilst i was teaching So I wrote my book in my office during the school day 
in my lunch times, my break times. Not everyone would do that, but that's how I used my time effectively because mm. my evenings were client calls and lives and content creation. So I couldn't have done it any other time. So I used the time I had and I would eat at my desk while I typed. So you can be creative with your time, but the bottom line is the free time you have is no longer free if you want to create success. If you don't want to create success and you just want a hobby, then watch as much TV as you want. Yeah, I love that. Did you, okay, this is a question from me. Um, did you, have you, how easy has it been for you to always keep the vision that this will pay off? Good question. Um, it's in my nature really okay. to, um, to create success, I think. I'm quite a resilient person. Yeah. Um, I think through the life the journey that I've been on and the, the failure, which is, that's not the right word, but the things that happened to me out of my control, like losing my dad, my mum moving, my brother moving, all those things, I knew very early on that I was gonna have to change my own life. It yeah. was gonna have to be on me. So I think I went to uni when my mum moved to Jamaica and I came out with the best grade in the university for that year, got a first, like loved my life, worked really hard. I then had a promotion every year I was a teacher until I decided I didn't want that anymore. And then I decided I wanted to create a business. So for me, failing wasn't an option. Yeah. And cre as soon as I put my mind to something, it might not always be financial success straight off the bat, but there was no way I wasn't going to give it 110%. Because I think for that reason, which I'm really grateful for, the journey that I've been on, I'm my biggest rival so yeah. it's only it's only me i'm competing against which i think actually in some ways is the biggest competition because if i didn't do something it would frustrate me more than it would anyone else so it, it wasn't an option not yeah. to i love that and that's kind of um so ria has asked on instagram here what keeps you motivated mm. what keeps me motivated um a few things really it's it changes as it goes along but i think for me the biggest thing that keeps me motivated is Okay, a few things. One, I now know people like listening to me. So that makes a big motivation. Yeah. I know that people sit at home and I know what it's like to be in this state of anxious suffering. And for someone to be sitting at home thinking, I can't wait for Sam's live on a Sunday and is there planning their day around it. That's a big motivator um, because I know that I can make a difference. I think another another motivator for me is definitely the fact that if I if I don't do it, someone else will. Yes. And that's like a big thing for me. I don't want to miss out on something I know I'm good at. So if, if I don't, I know someone else will then just take over because it's the digital age and these things happen. And it's not a competition, but for me, that's a big driver. I don't want someone to get in there first. I'm quite competitive. Um, another big driver for me is just my loved ones. So obviously, as you know, Erin and George live in Australia. Myself and Luke live in the UK. That's a big driver for, for us as, as a family to want to spend as much time together to as be possible. To be yeah. Yeah. And if we if I was a teacher, I have obviously I, yeah, I do get good holidays, but it's quite restrictive. It's really expensive to travel. We can only travel when it's really busy. And um, we're all as a family unit trying to create this life of abundance. And I think a big driver for me is if I stopped doing that, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't just be letting myself and my community down. It would affect us being able to see each other. And I think that's a really big impact to have. So they're probably my three biggest drivers. The fact that I know people need what I'm giving them and it helps them. 
the fact that if I don't do it, someone else will take over. And the fact that I have family that aren't all with me location wise that I want to make sure we can spend time with. Yeah. I wanted to say something on this because obviously this episode is about side hustling and how you can create success in the new year if you are busy with a full-time job or any other commitments. But from being on the other side of the microphone, you could say, (laughs) what I mean is from watching Sam from day one building her business, I can say how evident it is that what she's saying right now is actually so important to her and driving her because even times you know in Bali if it's like we've had a shit day Mm. you know we had lots of stuff happen while we're in Bali and then it was like no I'm still gonna go live Mm. I know that's because she doesn't want to disappoint her community so my advice from this is you have to figure out why you want this like why are you going to make those sacrifices beyond the financial shit because honestly yes we all want to make money but Mm -hmm. i i I don't think there's anyone out there that's attached enough to money that that's going to drive you through you know when you're over exhausted and you still Mm -hmm. have to show up and do a live or something like that so uh what is that money going to bring for you? So for Sam, that is going to be that we can travel and mm-hmm. see each other, which is a big, huge thing. Like uh, Sam's husband, my fiance, are brothers, and they are the closest of brothers, and therefore Sam and I have also become very close. So it's very important that we can see each other, even mm-hmm. living on the other side of the world. And that's the same thing for me, why I want to be so successful as well. Um, so whatever situation you're in, if you're finding yourself not being able to pull through mm-hmm. the side hustle and the sacrifice that needs to be made, really take a good hard look at why do you want this and don't be not not what I'm, what's the word I'm looking for like don't be shy about it either like I had a client who was really just wanting to kind of like quote unquote be famous but like that really meant a lot to her to like reach a lot of people like mm-hmm. she always from a very young age saw herself as someone being she wanted to be uh, in like mu- doing music when she was younger but then now she's doing speaking and things like that so you know from a very young age that's how she saw herself but then I think you know society kind of says, why do you want to be famous and all of this stuff mm-hmm. like what I'm trying to say is no matter what it is no matter what you want the success for Keep your eye on that because that is what's going to help drive you through those harder times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All right, I've got so many more questions here and we're um, already already doing little tangents all over the place. <laughs> I'm the worst. All right, so here's a good question. What is the best time to quit your nine to five when side hustling? Like when would you essentially know? Okay, good question. Now, obviously you have all the mindset stuff, like take the risk, take the jump, you'll be rewarded, all of that. And I'm not going to do the stereotypical, you know, go with your intuition and just quit whenever. Because although I believe in all of that, I have seen a lot of people that quit, then tried to make money, didn't, and then went back to work. So I have seen both sides. And a lot, all of those people come back to me and say, how have you made this sustainable? So the advice I'm going to give you is from being a full-time worker, and it's going to be more around realistic expectations aside from the mindset stuff, which I 100% endorse. But I think for me, the most direct way, until you are consistently matching your monthly income at a very minimum, I wouldn't quit your job full-time yet because 
what will happen is, brutal honesty here, what will happen is your your business income will then just become your salary. So all you're doing is paying your bills, paying for the lifestyle that you're in at the moment, and you're not up-leveling. All you've done is switch your nine-to-five job for a nine-to-five business that makes you the same income. And essentially, you want to have an online brand and empire that creates money that you can have an abundance of and create freedom. So if you are going to be consistently restricted in your mortgage, your bills, all of those things, and all your side hustle does is pay for that, then you aren't any better off. So I would say you have to be consistently matching your salary monthly until you're at a point that you are confident you can make that and manage your time. So for example, I was consistently doing that. Then when I went part-time, my salary then increased monumentously. And from that, I know that I have the confidence to quit full-time and I don't, I'm not just paying for my salary, my constant living. The whole point of creating a business is that I want to go on holiday when I want. I want to have no debt, which I don't, but I want to, you know, be able to save more in the business. I want to grow my cap- capital. I want to be able to take Luke away and pay for it all rather than do 50-50. So to change the life that I have now, I knew that there was a, a monthly goal that we had to go past for this to be realistic because on top of that again going from the working side I left a pension I got paid 15 weeks a year holiday full pay had a pension you know it was great and I was holiday sick pay all of those things to give all of that up and I had a really really good salary really good lifestyle you know me and Luke travel eight times a year we've got a five bedroom house we don't have any debts no credit cards no overdrafts money in the savings we've got a great life so for me to start a business money wasn't the driver however the only way money was going to create an impact for us in our life is if it was growing in a way that was organic but also sustainable so I would say Aside from everything else you've already heard, which again, like I said, I do believe in, I should have quit my job sooner than I have. And I definitely did play it safe there. But what I didn't do is then sit on my laurels and continue to just make the money I was making. I still stretched myself, but I could definitely have left sooner. So there is definitely backing in the fact that you shouldn't just keep waiting. And I don't endorse that at all. Don't just keep waiting. But I do think you need to, especially if you have responsibilities, if you have loved ones or children or you're studying or whatever it might be, you have bills to pay. You do not want to just subsidize your business for the life that you are already living. The whole point is to create an extraordinary life. And that's only going to happen if you are confident in how to make money, how to make it consistently, and how to make it without it becoming a big panic. And then you're almost panic selling and it's not intuitive, it's not natural. So that would be, that's quite a long-winded. Bottom line is, I think you need to be matching your monthly salary at a bare minimum consistently before you're in a place where you can confidently know you're creating a better life. That's a key thing here, a better state of living than the one you're already in. Otherwise the sacrifice wasn't worth it because then how are you ever going to up level again? And how are you going to invest in coaches or invest in self-development if all you're doing is matching where you were in the first place? Yeah, I love that. I love that. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite.
I want to find a question that I read before because it actually has a lot to do with what you were just saying. Um, yeah, so... There's so many. There are so many, but I read one before I read it to you in the car. Essentially, the gist of it, I haven't even been reading out people's names, so I apologise about that, I forgot. <laughs> but essentially what it was... What do you um, invest in when you first like? Oh, yeah. So obviously, I think why I like this question so much is because what a lot of people forget is actually that when you have a full-time job, you're in a better position to start a business than someone who doesn't because yeah. you have resources to invest. Mm -hmm. Someone who's just starting with nothing and is trying to do the business thing full time, they have to be very, very careful about where they spend their money because not only do they not have money coming in, they only have so much, whatever they've got in savings, uh -huh. to spend. So I'd love from your perspective, knowing that you know people do have a job and they are making money, what were those first investments that you made? Or like, where would you suggest people make their investments first? Mm, good question. So I, wherever you are lacking is the simple version of that answer. So if you have a, you know, like Erin, if you have a business management degree and you already have the business acumen and you understand business terminology, you understand how business works and you've got that kind of basic know-how which I didn't, I did a teaching, um, four years teaching degree. So education, psychology, mindset, learning, growth, the brain, all of that. Great. I'm really, really happy with all of that side, but business was not my thing. I didn't do it as a qualification at all. So even what does SEO stand for was brand new to me. What was a CTA? I had no idea. Um, so obviously spending time with Erin at the beginning, I was like, I have no idea what she's talking about. So for me, something that was lacking in, in my investment was my knowledge of how a business works so the legal side the contracts how the you know insurance all of these things how to create admin and contracts and how to use um, invoicing what um, what's the word software to use things like that that was really important for me so in your situation if you're listening to this and you've already got a business or, or you're already on social media you've done media marketing you know you're really really on it and you've grown up with social media and instagram and all of those things you might be really savvy on those networks you might understand algorithms and hashtags and how to be seen but what you might not understand is messaging and how to speak to the psychology of the person or how to you know connect with the consumer so you need to invest in where you're lacking and I think to be honest the, the best investment personally from the beginning is someone else not just a book or a course online because your brain only has capacity for what you know and yes you could learn it but it's really difficult to try and comprehend a completely new way of life or a completely new you know project without that support from someone else so I do think a coach is fundamentally even if you do some people want to do six months as a commitment some want to do 12 weeks some want to do a six hour intensive you know there's so many coaches that specialize in different areas but I think the bottom line is for you to get the knowledge 
that you really need to go to the next level, whether you have a job or not. If you don't have a job and your business is your income, you need to be saving that income for as long as you can or get a credit card if you can get a credit I got a credit card. So my first credit card was when I was 27. I got a, a credit card and, I, and Luke was absolutely panicking about that. Mm. Oh my God, Sam, we're going to get a credit card. We're going to have debt. This is not good news. And I was thinking, yeah, this is actually pretty risky. But I got a credit card and I got a coach. And I think that is that did make a really big difference because you need to be able to ask someone questions and you need to always have a, a personal interaction and you can't get that from a book or a course. Yeah. You get the facts, but you don't get the implementation. The yeah. So yeah. I do think, again, long-winded, but you need to invest in what you're lacking in because you won't ever get that information otherwise. And I do think you need to invest in a coach at some point if you want to make the business propel forwards rather than just go at the pace you've always been at because there's no way that's going to happen on your own. Yeah, massive. And I mean, that is not even just a tip for side hustling because, mm-hmm. yes, I started a business long, long, long ago doing social media marketing um however you know in terms of taking things seriously was when I started coaching and the first thing that I paid for before even my website was a coach spending six thousand Australian dollars which to be fair I did have that money in savings because I was made redundant that's what I spent three thousand UK pounds yeah Yeah. but um but either way it was the very first thing I did because Mm. even though yes I had business knowledge and business skills of the functions of a business you know I didn't know how to coach I didn't know how to do a consultation call or any of the email marketing side of things really only what they teach you in school which is so redundant anyway so I totally totally agree with that and I know it's so terrifying Mm -hmm. it is absolutely terrifying to spend that amount of money especially when you pay it up front yeah um you know on a coach but I have said many a times I don't think there's any better investment that you can make if you want to take this seriously. A hundred If you want to fiddle around for a couple of years and it might be, as you say before, a hobby and you're like, I'm not really sure, I just kind of want to do this for fun just to make a little bit of an impact, then that's fine. You do you. But if you seriously want to have a successful business, I do not know one person, and I know a lot of entrepreneurs because of the work that I do and you know, even going to events and stuff, but I do not know one person who I would say to be quote unquote successful, you know, financially and how Mm -hmm. big their audience Mm -hmm. have grown who haven't worked with a coach. For sure. You need to do that. It's like, this is like an analogy. So I I love a metaphor. Haven't used one in the whole day, actually, to be fair. (laughs) And we've done quite a bit. But let's say you're trying, you commute to work every day, right? So obviously to commute to London, obviously I'm based in the UK. I would absolutely hate to commute on the train. I would hate it. And to commute on the train... (coughs) Erin's um, had a cough all week. So, but, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, but to commute on the train, let's say you, it's cheaper and you can still get there, but it takes a lot of time and it's a lot of discomfort. You're surrounded by other people and you, a lot of the time you don't get a seat. Would you rather have a, a cheaper service, it takes longer and it's, dis, it's uncomfortable, or would you rather invest in driving lessons and then buying a car, which initially is quite a big you know, offset of cash, but then you can listen to the radio, you can have the heating on, you can be in your, on your own in the car, you can have the windows down, you can speak to people on loudspeaker. Would you rather have comfort and ease and things actually happen when you want them to happen or be dictated by a service that you then have to share with a million other people? So it's the same with business. Do you want it to happen quickly and properly and at your comfort or do you want to be surrounded by everyone else trying to grapple with what they're doing it'd be cheaper but you're going to take a lot longer trying to get from a to b 
So do you want to get a train ticket or a bus pass? Or do you want to have your own car? Essentially is what we're saying here. You can still travel. So you can still say you've got a business, quotations, but is that business sustainable? Is it making you money? Is it allowing you freedom? Is it comfortable? Is it allowing you to get from one place to the other with ease? Is it providing you with the lifestyle you want? If the answer is no, then you need to buy a car. Hence, you need to hire a coach. Yeah, I love that so much. I really, I just saw this question and I really, really, really love this. So, okay. Uh, Those who hustle alongside their job do they put full effort into their job too? So essentially, mm-hmm. like, if you then wanted to start a business, are you pulling effort away from... Do you, do you know? Yeah, I, I know I exactly really what you good mean. Question. I would say, controversially, I'm going to say no to that. Um, only because as a teacher, obviously I'm dealing with teenagers' lives. And essentially, yes, my business is important to me, but to that child and their parents, it's absolutely not. The child's success and their future. And, you know, I do still have a passion for that. No child that I've ever taught would I want to be at a disadvantage from me not teaching them properly. And I do want to set the younger generation up for success. I want them to be able to go to university and I want them to be successful and I want their parents to trust me with their child's education. That is so important and paramount. Education is so important so I would say no to that because when you are at work you just have to have two hats and it is hard it is hard to try and do both but for me if you have if you do a job that involves a service then I think no I don't think you can take away from the people that you serve or the job that you do if other people rely on you and I think it would be for me anyway I'm feel quite strongly about this but everyone has their own opinion but I think it would be quite immoral you know I, I, I my morals are really important to me and being in integrity is really important and yes my business is so important to me but I wouldn't ever want to jeopardize someone in my care succeeding so I wouldn't but if you do a job that doesn't set you on fire and doesn't necessarily serve others and it might be more um, admin based or office based or behind a computer and you don't necessarily serve people in the same way with a vocation then I would say it could just be that you still put in 100% effort but you just manage your expectations more so if before you would go to work and stay late or you'd get there early or you'd work through your lunch break or you try and do things on your way to work or your way home or you do things at the weekend or over dinner you know if, if you have this expectation of always having to be the best then you might have to lower that and just do what everyone else is doing to make the expectation higher in your business so no I don't think so I think it's just about expectation something I do want to say on this though because you mentioned it before and this is something that I did in the very beginning particularly with my YouTube channel writing a blog and everything like that is that if you it doesn't mean that if you have spare time at that job that you can't use it on your business oh for sure whether or not you should be or not yeah because like when I so say I did not have an as of an impactful job you could say but I did work in a call center so just placing orders for wine um and dealing with people's delivery issues now I would I was still very good at my job probably one of the best people in my team because I would still you know make sure that everything that came across my desk you could say was sorted out but there was a lot of time where I essentially didn't have any Anything to do and yes I could have brushed up on company policies or learnt more about wine 
that would have been the right thing to do, but instead I worked on my business. So if that's Mm -hmm. where you're coming from in that perspective of business, like can you just kind of, yeah, meet the bare minimum of what your job is required and use the rest of your time, then I would say yes. But I do very much agree with Sam that I'm not going to not pick up the phone to a customer Uh who's got a wedding for 200 because I'm writing a blog post. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like if I had a free period and I wasn't teaching, there's no way I spend the whole of that free period checking on the kids or going on tours or whatever sometimes I'll be in my office sorting out my Instagram (laughs) and comments so yeah definitely but again anytime you have to be on the job you need to be on it because I think that's just a basic common courtesy but anytime you're at work but you don't necessarily have to be on the job yeah use that time you have to manipulate the time that you have for sure all right so the next questions that I have I've got about one two three four five six seven eight questions because standard wow okay I'll, about... I'll go through these quickly no these are all the same question. oh right oh so to the center of it all time management tips okay time management tips number one you need a list you need to write everything down number two you need to actually allocate time when you can do the lists Number three, you need a weekly plan. So you need a day or an evening, a night, a morning, lunchtime, whatever it is, that you are just working. So an hour of time, two hours of time that is consistent, solid work. Number four, you need someone else that you can share the load with, even if that is just talking about your day, talking about what you've done, holding you to account, giving you a cuddle because you've had a tough day, or just giving you support. Number five, you need time out. So I would... I would usually on a Sunday do nothing until about 2 p.m. And that could be like going for a walk with Luke or just having a lay-in. And then from 2 p.m. I'd work the evening and afternoon. So I was still recharging myself ready for another week of relentless hard work. So I think lists are really important. They keep you on track. You don't have to remember everything in your head. You can actually start to make plans and put them into place. You need to allocate yourself time to do them and you need to have someone else that you can share things with accountability and support and you also need to make sure that you do have a slice of time per week that you aren't doing anything for your business or your job yeah I love that I just wanted to say something extra on that because I think time management is such a funny topic because ultimately like and I do it as well we give all of these very practical tips but ultimately at the end of the day I think it's just a decision yeah I think you you either just decide to do it or you don't yeah for sure and I find myself and I know you do as well but I find myself when I'm giving time management tips in my mind saying you just got to do it like that's all it is at the end of the day yes the lists are going to help you be more organized and stop feeling overwhelmed the weekly plans the time off but at the end of the day if you're struggling with time management if you're saying I don't have enough time to do on my business you do it's because (laughs) you're choosing not to work on your business Mm -hmm. because maybe you're fear Mm -hmm. you've got a lot of fear around putting yourself out there maybe it's that you don't actually really want it you just see that everyone else is doing it so you think oh maybe you know I'm not enjoying my job right now so business would be a good escape route um but at the end of the day it's 100% just about you saying okay so this is what I've got to do because we all know what we've got to do as well it's like the classic uh you know everyone wants to lose weight and there's all these billion dollar industry of diet pills and 
different things. It's it's move your body and eat healthy. It's mm-hmm. very simple. And business is very much the same thing. Build an audience and sell them things that they need. It's very simple. But mm-hmm. you have to do both of those things every single day, consistently, mm-hmm. over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's all it is, guys. Like, yes, that to-do list is going to have multiple things, like go live, build the website, write the copy, write the email. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it is very simple. So if you're looking for an easier way to do things, which I think what a lot of people are asking when they're asking <laughs> yeah, there is for a time one. management. Mm. But that's what I think. I think when people are asking, can you give me time management, yeah. they're asking for a hack of how to get things done easier uh-huh. or faster. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you just have to do it. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what Erin said at the beginning. You need to be passionate about your why because the only thing that's going to make you actually be productive and manage your time effectively is really caring about what you've got to do so you just have to be passionate enough to make things happen there's always enough time there's always enough time when you're going on holiday and your flight's at 10 in the morning everyone manages to get up at five in the morning and get there and have breakfast and chill out and do some duty-free shopping and love their life but if you had to get up at four in the morning to do your YouTube videos because you have to do it before work, we'd probably find that difficult. So think about the fact that you'd love to go on this holiday so you get up and you make yourself, you know, you, you do what you've got to do. Think of your side hustle as a holiday. The only way you're going to make the time is if you're excited enough and passionate enough about the side hustle, the plan, the future, your goals. So yeah, so true. You just have to know what your why is and then make it happen. And I want to say something quite controversial here as well, just to kind of end this. It's okay also if you're not passionate enough. I think there's such a, what's the word? Not an expectation that everyone's going to be successful, but we we get so caught up in watching each other succeed online that sometimes it can feel as though we're not doing enough or worthy enough if we're also not in that full-blown, I'm going to make a huge impact and have a successful business. Yeah. It is okay if you've tried and you just don't want it enough. Like if you, there has to be a point in my opinion, and let me know if you agree or not, but there has to be a point in which you say, I just don't want it enough. Yeah, for sure. But then with that, I agree. You have to expect that the rewards will not be the same if you are willing. And and I agree. It's not about it's not about the passion behind the niche or the topic or wherever it is, but the, the passion for what the business creates for you yeah. has to be enough. I agree. So no, you don't have to be wanting to be a millionaire tomorrow and you know wanting to literally set the world on fire and have your own private jet but you might just be you want a perfect credit card yeah and that can be enough of a passion to get you yeah. going or it might be that you want to go on your first family holiday in five years there's got to be something that's what i mean that drives like, you for sure it's not got to be this end goal of you know being on tv and being successful a no way a, yeah. that's what i mean i think i think we're also i think we've set the bar at this certain yeah, yeah, level yeah. of the six figure months yeah the, oh sorry the six figure years or the 10k months or the million dollar years and what i'm trying to say is if that's not you and if you want to do the business much slower so that you yeah, can watch yeah, tv yeah. every thursday night like that's okay as well like we don't have to all have this this hustle mentality I know like Gary Vaynerchuk and all of them are like very much pushing towards there's this there's this you know bar of where we all need to be but if if you just don't find that that's you if you do want to build mm-hmm. the business in one day a week mm-hmm. so that you can spend the rest of the time doing your leisurely activities like I just want to say that that's also okay for sure as 
well. Yeah, I agree completely. Everyone has to do it in their own way. But then when you are doing it, you've got to be doing it. Yeah. So for sure. And just know your goals. Exactly. And just make, make sure that your effort matches those goals. Absolutely. 100%. Okay, awesome. All right. So guys, that is it from us today. I really hope that you did enjoy this episode. It was a lot of rambling, but that's what we do best. <laughs> you should see when we get together and just chill out. Oh, um, I know. We start recording those episodes. <laughs> but we are also going to record an episode on Sam's podcast. So I'm going to leave all of the um, links to that down in the description in the show notes. I, I never know what it's called because it's like such a YouTube thing. But in saying that, we also did record a couple of episodes on Sam's YouTube channel and on my YouTube channel. So I'm going to leave all all of those linked below so you can just soak up all of the vibes of us being together for literally these soak weeks. up those vibes uh, thank you so much for watching everyone and we'll see you in the next episode so that is it for today's episode I really hope that it was helpful for you and that you took away some key information about how you can grow a profitable and memorable personal brand online if you have not already I would very much appreciate it if you would leave me a review on iTunes if this podcast helped you in any way and of course come hang out with me either on Instagram at Erin May Henry or in the May Collective Facebook group now go out there and become known online